Hello, it is the greatest day of the week. It is Saturday, which means we are talking Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the latest in the MCU. And we're, we're just going to talk about it. We're going to discuss it in great detail. We're going to spoil it. So if you don't want to hear that, you should go watch the episode, come back to listen to us. But if you have already seen it, or if you just want to hear us rave about what the heck is going on and our confusion, I'm sure there will be a lot of ethical debates, maybe some political debates, probably not that, but, uh, <laughs> and just a lot of discussions about what it, it, what it truly means to be a bad person. Uh, I think Ian is talking, but I have him muted so no one you can hear him. Do have me muted. Which is the ultimate goal. But, uh, I mean, I, I say a conversation, but really, I just want to talk. Um, I am still a little bit under the weather, but we're pushing through. If this is your first time listening to us, I just want to remind you that there's two ways you can find us. One is on podcast form, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are sold for free. Also, uh, on twitch.tv slash unanimous indecision, where we are recording this right now, live. Hurry up, join us. Except if you're listening to it now, you, it's probably too late. You missed this one, but you can catch um, the next one. We also do two shows here on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern time. We do a movie review and talk the this past week's movie news. Um, I haven't been paying too much attention to know what this first half of the week's movie news looks like, but I'll find out by Wednesday. And then uh, we do this show every Saturday. Every Saturday we talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier at noon Eastern time on twitch.tv slash unanimous indecision. And I'm joined by the legendary... Can I call you a doctor yet? Probably no, not. No. Uh, future doctor to be. I need like a Latin phrase for future. Uh, <laughs> I think I want eventually. Uh, future doctor to be, but not like a real doctor, not a people doctor. No, <laughs> I'm just giving him a hard time. It's Ian Rismondo. Hey, what, um, a, what, a, what an intro. Yeah. Uh, hey, I mean, I, I ask you for health advice and... I'm an animal. <laughs> if we think about it, we're all animals. We're all animals. Uh, I don't. I don't learn how to take care of like the the humanoid variety. Right. Um, I think but, you just don't want your patients giving second opinions. That is. Uh, that is a nice point. I mean, we have to do about the clients though. We have to deal with right. people like uh, Doctor Google, Google and stuff. But that's Dr. beside Google. the point. Right. We're here today to talk about. I subscribe uh, to Doctor Google for sure. <laughs> we're here to talk about the greatest show currently airing on Disney Plus. <laughs> which i think is like one of three right there's probably like some discovery thing a, a right, couple right. kids shows yeah um uh, yeah that's probably I'm accurate a, certainly the, kind of a... probably the most uh financially taxing definitely but uh I, i'm not usually a big fan of absolutes i don't like using like uh, yeah, I, I like but, like but i think you're right there usually. i think you're probably right there um man this episode though so much happens in this episode, man. It seems like uh, every episode is slightly longer than the previous one. Oh, look who is joining us. I couldn't even find him this morning, but I guess I didn't look hard enough. How do I how do, I do this? Um, Taylor Wilson is, is joining us. We haven't even gotten into the discussion, so he's just in time. Uh, he is muted if he ever wants to speak. Hey, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> ah. But so let's get into this episode. A lot happens. I you guys can kind of just start wherever. I don't know. Um, well, there's definitely some fun stuff to talk about. So I guess we can save fun. that for a little later. <laughs> um, I murder. think I think a good place to start might be, and this is not talk about anything specific in the episode, but that this episode in general, Shaw Shaw saw um, a much more of a comparison between Walker and yeah, um, yeah, and there's. Carly. A lot of similarities in this episode and differences but yeah and i don't know there's so many we like i mean in last episode we, we saw them start to to go further down their paths and this was like a commitment this was yeah i think that's a good way of putting it for sure um for for, for better or worse although i think it's for worse for both of them um i don't know man i just I like that these are longer episodes. I mean, WandaVision was great and all, but like 20, 23 minutes, 20, 24 minutes, but we've got like 50, almost 50 minutes. Yeah, at the same time, I am kind of just like, 
all right, duke it out. Now's the time. Like we've waited long enough. Mm-hmm. But it's but, not all about superhero fights. It's uh, it's the the bits in between. Like uh, yeah. when Sam went in to try and reason with Carly, I thought it was very important. I he does it, it twice. <laughs> he does. Uh, that's the that's the thing that I think is crazy to me. That like, but I, I get works. it, and and I and I really respect Sam for doing this. Um, that he's like, hey, if there is a way to do this without violence, we we should take this opportunity. If there that, is the way, and, and that's that, his that, character, right? And and that's for sure the right move. But the thing is, like, at the same time, I do hear, uh, I do hear Captain America. I do hear John. She's killed three innocent people. Sure. <laughs> and, and and I'm not trying to defend that. And I'm not saying, oh, like, oh, we'll just we'll just talk it out and then slap on the back saying no. But but, but that's what I'm saying is like even even if he does talk to her like and he talks her down, what is he really hoping for? Cause in my mind, it's like he, he's trying to get her to stop. But like, and then what? And then she's on the run for the rest of her life because no the governments of the her. world want her to serve jail time. She, pretty much. But I think the thing is because he knows like they've already fought a couple times once twice um yeah but he knows that if they really start duking it out it's going to lead to innocents killed for sure and she has killed three people at this point which is not good by any means but it could stop at three right and so if he can talk her out of it now if he can talk her down from continuing this but but it's not my point is that like it's not just talking her down from like killing more people it's also talking her into jail it is, <laughs> but, and I think it's important that Sam does this because he even said that like, he believes with her cause like they're right, but it's the way that they go about doing it. It's the, and that's yeah. the difference I think between like a hero and, and someone who is just stepping up into this role. And this goes to this, um, can be, into, well, I don't necessarily want to call her or Walker just a normal person, but their mindsets are completely different. I think Sam is a true hero mm-hmm. and, and I, and Walker and Carly, don't have that and i and i um because carly is okay with just hurting and killing people they're they're too steeped in their own propaganda and walker is (laughs) walker is also fine with with hurting people and with killing people if it serves if it serves the purpose but he hasn't done it yet i mean like non-combatants sure um and i think uh, by i think what goes more towards walker is his, his talk with Hoskins, Lamar Hoskins, mm-hmm. uh, where he's like, "If you had the choice to take the serum, would you?" And he, and they and Hoskins is like, "Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. We could save so many more lives if we did that." And Walker's right. like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like that, that it would have made things a lot easier." But that's a parallel to when Zemo asks Sam, and Sam immediately right. says no. Yeah, immediately. There's and no Zemo, hesitation. Yeah, Zemo says, "Wow, no hesitation. That's impressive." Which makes me wonder. Going back to the scene where Zemo finds the vials. So the very first time I watched it, I've watched that scene now three times. Um, the very first time I watched it, watching Zemo inspect the vial, I'm like, oh, is part of him thinking like, but if I have it, you know, it's like a total hypocritical argument. And, and so so part of me at in that moment, and then he has the discussion with Sam, I'm like, oh, is he asking because he hesitated? But then I rewatched it with Taylor, so. and then I rewatched it this morning. And if you look at his facial expression, he looks at it and he smiles just before he slams it to the ground. So he's very satisfied that this is what he's looking for. It's more of that regard. Yeah, he, it's like it, the sudden realization that he's found it is like, yeah. immediately I must act. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. And, and so I was like, oh, that's actually really interesting that like go, going to Ian's point that, okay, Sam and uh, Lamar give like these very opposite answers. But Sam and Zemo actually give very similar answers. Um, I think that Zemo is the smartest person in the show. And not just like, oh, he's the villain. He's like intelligent. He's got he, he's the one happening. thinking about the most things, I think. But yeah. I think oh, yeah. he's also very, um, he knows a lot about himself too. That I think the, and then this could be just reading too much into it. But I think, because he knows that the, the, the serum makes you more of what you are. He knows more. what he's capable of doing and what he's right. not capable of and doing. And I yeah. think that he knows that the serum would, impact him for the worse even yeah. with his own viewpoints like because he's he's definitely a villain <coughs> so it's not me looking at a villain saying oh it's making a villain worse from his own perspective from his own beliefs yeah. he knows it would make him worse right. I, I i would like to think that the way so like i definitely think that this episode 
uh, we talked about it in last episode that like um, we yeah I talked about how I find Zemo respectable for the fact that he sticks by his positions and yeah. he like he is critical of himself in the way that like are my viewpoints justified and and some would argue that like yes he. I think his viewpoints are justified. Super soldiers shouldn't be a thing or whatever. Um, and uh, it, it, I guess this kind of goes back. And I think this episode made it click a little bit more just from his, like taking on Zemo's perspective that like anytime you have some form of technology that is vastly superior to the opposing technology, all that happens is that technology spreads and then the conflicts are intensified. And you can look right. at history like that, like when guns became a thing, like you could argue that like combat became a lot more uh, not maybe in like, I don't want to say intense because maybe combat is quicker, but it was faster now. Like you didn't have like, <laughs> we're, we're killing humans at a much faster rate than before. That's efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, rather than having like the turnaround time. Yeah. Like uh, imagine like the guerrilla warfare, the revolutionary war, and then think about like, you know, any war after that. And then think about the wars before that, like they just played out slower. So you could like critically think about those situations longer, but now like, it's like any kind of new technology makes it where the time to think is a lot shorter. Right. And part of me is like, maybe Zemo sees that in the super soldier stuff where he's like, this is a weapon. And right. it's, if, if it's created, it's going to be normalized. It turns fist fights into death matches. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and plus he's a really good dancer too. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I know, I know, we want to get to talking about a particular scene, but let, before, let's try to hold off on that. Yeah, one. we, we got to build up to that. Uh, I have, I gained a lot of respect for Zemo in this, and again, I don't not defending any of his actions, but his his interaction with um, Sam and Bucky when they're talking about like what super soldier serums are. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm trying to find, I've got the quote here that, um, if I can find it. Uh, but basically, Zemo says that, like, uh, if you have a super, if you have the serum, it inevitably puts you down a path uh, towards supremacy. Mm -hmm. right. And Bucky's like, no, Steve wasn't like that. And he says, ah, touche, but there's never been another Steve Rogers. Mm -hmm. So he, he even recognizes how good Steve was, like, how yeah, right. moral he... and how. I mean, but but I mean, like he he talks about that in Civil War, right? The only flaw he was able to find in Captain America was that his eyes weren't blue, weren't completely blue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> like the the. Do you think it, do you think he has like a, a poster of cat of Steve Rogers like somewhere on the wall? <laughs> right. He's a fanboy. Part of me likes to think too that, to like with... <laughs> when we're thinking about Steve. And we're thinking about like the modern day, like what's going on in the show right now. I think it definitely contrasts to show that. Um, so, so Steve, like you could argue, was he thrusted into the position of Captain America, or did he just become Captain America? And like they, but like the the thing I want to touch on is that like I think they do a really good job, especially when you go back and you you know, you, you watch those scenes that talk about like before he was Captain America, he was already Captain America. Like right. his mentality the about heart. being yeah. that person was there. And the problem I think is that like so many, like this whole entire show is showing that like Captain America is not a role that you can just embrace and like right. start up. You have to have already been that character. And I think right. we're going to find that character. I think we're seeing a lot of it in Sam. I think we're seeing, you know, um, you know, maybe we're seeing a lineup for Sam, maybe merging and becoming like this iconic figure for America by being the Falcon, <laughs> Captain Falcon America. But you get what I mean. Like, you know, like they, it, it, it's not something like Sam is exhibiting everything that is needed to be Captain America. The only thing right. that he's struggling with is self-doubt, like his, right. his role I, in the world. I would 100% agree with that. This, this show so far in four episodes has basically shown us how much of a hero like a, a hero's personality like a, a character that sam has right. yeah and, and we're getting that contrast with walker and everyone and carly yeah uh, yeah it's all these people that are heroes to some people but yeah 
are they really heroes? Um, yeah, but it's it's the it's like the morals, it's the beliefs, it's the it's the character, and yeah, Sam is really proving his worth in this. Yeah, and, and that's another thing, right? Is that like um, what's the dude's name, Ian? Nico Kovacic. Okay, so at the at the cemetery. And, and there's a lot of weird lines, which I'll get into that. I think I, I raised an eyebrow at that. I'm just like, that's interesting that they think this way. Um, but uh, during that conversation, uh, what what does he say? I totally just blank. He, uh, if you're referring uh, to where he uh, refers to, or he thinks of Carly as Captain America, as a Captain America. There's a little bit of that. Yeah, I guess just that. <laughs> I don't know. I completely lost my point. Um, he says that the oh he he says that like modern day heroes need to get their hands dirty. He he says that, which is kind of weird to me because like Captain America only left us like a couple months ago, right? Like the real Captain America. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. so it's like you don't get much more modern than that. But uh, but yeah, I think him, he says and, that like the blur. He says like the blur between right and wrong. Yeah, is greater now. Like back yeah. then, it was so black and white. But like, and he says well, that it was a lot and, easier. There were Nazis back then. <laughs> right. that, yeah, that's what they're saying. That's what the line. But is. I mean, it clearly wasn't easier for the Nazis, right? <laughs> um, but so they. So, so he says that, and if you look at all the characters, and they say it a couple times throughout the episode, Carly believes the ends justify the means. Yes. That killing innocents is just the means of showing they mean business so that they can return the world to whatever it was. She says the ends um, justify the means, and then, and then <coughs> Zemo says, they say Zemo is a means to an end. But correct. <laughs> but if you think about it, Sam never wanted to work with Zemo. Sam is only working with Zemo because Bucky kind of orchestrated the breakout. Mm. So so Bucky also had somewhat believes the ends justify the means. Well, and then so we broke him out of prison. Oh, he kind of did that himself. <laughs> and then uh, John Walker also by taking the serum very clearly means he he believes the ends justify the means and so sam is the only character i think in this show uh that believes uh and as we saw in civil war zemo believes the ends justify the means uh so sam is the only character that hasn't proven to believe that yet which i think is a huge testament to his uh hero mentality yeah i think that's just a lineup that he's going to be He's going to be this oh. big revolution with him towards the end of the show. I just want to also comment that, like, didn't we? I, I don't know if we exactly talked about it on air, but I know we definitely threw it around. Um, so it makes me feel like we talked about it on air. But this Walker uh, plot line, yeah, saw it coming from a mile away, I think, for all yeah. of us. We were all very speculative or, uh, from the get-go. It was like... He has to embrace this, you know, right. this character. How is he going to do that? He's obviously struggling with self-image around it. Oh, there's other serums in the world. He's probably going to get his hands on one. And I he's think that's take I it. think that's the thing that's interesting, right? Is that he he's almost put into a similar position as Sam is, because if you look at it, Sam goes to the bank, he gets recognized, and the guy wants to take a photo with him. John Walker gets recognized, the guy wants an autograph. So, so it's like very similar setups, and they're both struggling with, as we said, self-doubt. Mm -hmm. And it's the moment that John takes the serum where he's now lost. But the difference is, um, well, it's, it's the moment, so... I think what made so he he definitely pocketed it and he, he was like I have an idea right. I might do this. Right. I think what I think the deciding factor that tipped him over to that was losing to the Dora Milaje. Yeah. That's that's yeah. my thought cuz like there's a big question of when he took it and when I first my first watch through I was like I it was off screen once he, once he started fighting the flag smashers cuz like but that yeah. didn't really make sense but I, I think it was right after he lost to the Dora Milaje because he has the line they weren't even super soldiers. Right, he says that immediately. And right, and, and he looks so dejected. That's like the ultimate self-doubt. <laughs> right, and because 
like they walked in and they were, and they're like, Hey, like stop. Hey, and John's like, Hey, let's, let's shake it out. Let's just talk it out. And they're like, no, get out of the way. Let, let the door. Malaji walked in and was like, let's talk like the adults are talking kid, like right. step aside. And he's trying to prove himself and he fails miserably. Uh, right. And I think at that moment he's like, all right, I, I've I done still, everything I can. I still think he's holding out a moment of hope and he has that talk with Lamar <clears throat> And then he asks Lamar, hey, if you could take it, would you? And Lamar goes, heck yeah, we could save a ton of people doing it. But but like the, the only reason is because I, I think he hasn't quite taken it yet is because he asks him one question and it's, aren't you worried of how it might change you? Because I think he does believe himself to be a good person and he doesn't want to become a bad person. He does. I and, think he does believe himself to be a good person, but he also knows that he's done bad things. He's, right. And so yeah, they talk about, well, I think we're going to get more information about that too. Like what they did in Afghanistan. Yeah. I think that's going to give us a more tell of why he's struggling. And because <laughs> if they talk about, Oh, he's got three medals of honor and it's like, Watch it yeah, but look at what we had to do. And, um, but I, I was also thinking like, let's, let's kind of go back to like the beginning too, where the only reason he is captain America is because, America wanted an icon that they could assign and control. And that's just not like, you can't do that. It's not a, it's not a war position. It's not a uh, military position. And basically what they're getting in return is the acts of what a military officer would decide to do. Like someone who is maybe a little bit more dictator or not dictatoring, but, no, dictating it, and like like i don't know. I, I think it's not even necessarily that but there's the this line from captain america one um abraham erskine's last line um or no it's not his last line but right before the procedure of giving steve rogers the serum mm-hmm. um, he says promise me no matter what that you won't be the perfect soldier you'll be a good man yeah and and, that, and, and john is the perfect soldier yeah. 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 And that's, yeah, exactly. And, and, and the thing is, it's like, what is a military, what is a high ranking military officer supposed to do to do the right thing or to do the thing that they win, like to, right. to do right or to win? Like, I mean, it's to win. Right. And hopefully they're on the side of right. And, <laughs> and the problem is, yes, well, not the problem, but the, the comparison is, is that Steve was never on the side to win. It was always the side to do right. right. And if right was to be absent, then he was absent. If it was to be there and do something, it was to be there. That's and why something. he leaves the Avengers. I mean. Yeah. And that's why he became a fugitive to the <laughs> Captain America was a fugitive to America. <laughs> right. Um, and yeah, I, I think there's a lot of good points. Um, I kind of want to go all the way back to the beginning of the episode we start off with a flashback since we're kind of talking about flashbacks um, in Wakanda yes. six yes. years ago. Uh, and it's like all it really shows us kind of what we already knew, I guess. But, I mean, uh, but at the same time though, the fact that we just sit on Bucky, like crying at the end the of emotional, it, emotional like trauma that this is there, like just how happy is for this to be over and how much toll it's taken on him. But at the same time, I can't help but think that it's like when uh, n- what, what's her name? Not Nao, Nao, A Y O, A O. Okay, there's no N. I don't know why I was adding in there. Nope. Um, I O says uh, you're free, and I can't help but think that Bucky's sitting there, and of course, like, oh, he's free. That like immediately he's happy, he's tears of joy, and then it's immediately flooded with free to be guilty for everything I just did now he can no longer blame it on right uh on his programming <laughs> oh man mm-hmm. uh, uh, like I, I, a, okay this is a question this is like a random question but like why has bucky not aged because he has the serum also the but, serum so so th- there's the idea that so so it's kind of weird that captain america ages yeah <laughs> uh but Okay, so if we do say they age at just like an extremely slower rate or something, although I guess Captain America technically aged at a normal rate. Yeah, I mean, I think um, it's well, he lived through his normal life and then went back and, and lived. Although I guess that's still a long life. I mean, it's but, what the fifties to twenty twenty four. 
Yeah, so he's probably like a hundred. Seventy. Um, he's add another seventy-ish years to that. Whereas Bucky hasn't had that. <coughs> uh, and I was pointing out pointed out previously, uh, still on this topic, that Isaiah is really young for his age because he was fighting in the Korean War, and right. the man looks like he's seventy, but he should be a lot older than that. Right. Uh, and so the idea is that the Super Soldier Serum ages him slower. Yeah. So I guess so you I, can live to like 150 or something. But uh, there, there is also the idea, though, that Bucky, because like. Oh, Bucky says his age. He says I'm 100. He's, 100, what? he's 106. 106? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 106. Right. Um, there is the idea that while Bucky was with Hydra, they were frequently, whenever they weren't using him, putting him back into cryo. Mm. Yeah. So he was he was, a, he was um, awake for jobs. And once that was over, he was yeah. put back to the next mission. Uh, there is that idea. I don't know necessarily how much proof there is or how often that happened, but because uh, it seems like in 1991 months. he was running around quite a bit. <laughs> There's just a lot of jobs that year, man. Come on. Yeah, the economy was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so so there is that idea why he doesn't age, but he's still got to go back to that Asian man and tell him he killed his son. I can't wait yeah. for that to happen oh, when he goes man. back to Mr. Nakajima and it's like. He finally tells him the reason why he's been friends with him. Oh man. And also, so Sharon in this episode, we only get like two quick clips of her. She is always surrounded by gun, like by, by. So we get the scene of her on the phone. She's walking through like the, the the back street or something something with, with guards. I was like, how is she just having a nonchalant conversation like this just out in the public? And it's like the guards don't necessarily look like they're guarding her, but I can't help but think that they are. And then also when she's on her tablet and she said, or, or no, in that conversation, she's like, yeah, I've got a couple uh, satellites I can just have access to. Yeah. How does she have satellites? Right. She's excommunicado. Like, right. This, um, she's the power broker. Like, I don't, this episode yeah. has only given me I, I, Yeah. I was like, this is a lot of power broker vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I mean, she knew she knew that Nagel was dead quickly. I mean, we get the line that like the power broker went crazy after, after uh, hearing about Nagel's right. death, but also that kind of plays to when we saw her last episode, when, when she went off in the car, she's like, there's a lot that I've got to talk, talk to you about. Right. So, we have like, a lot of problems. Right. Yeah. Right. So that she's definitely giving off power broker vibes. Yeah. She's either the power broker or the power brokers. Number two. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I, I'm definitely leaning more and more into that. One um, thing I did like, so not about Sharon, but going back to Io real quick, uh, just to get a little bit more like lore about her, just to place her. So she's just not a random Wakandan or part of the Dora. Uh, she was like in charge of T'Chaka's security at, right. at United Nations. And so like, she has like, she's placed a lot of the blame on her for all of this to happen. So, I don't know. I think it's really yeah cool. for sure. Um, like, uh, revenge on Zemo. She's like her. Her and T'Challa are like top of the list, right? Um, but yeah, but she does say something, and like, I think if she had worded it differently, it, it wouldn't have bothered me so much. But she says the Dora Milaje have jurisdiction wherever the Dora Milaje find themselves to be. I was like, that sounds very tyrannical yeah <laughs> and, and i was like man weren't we being told that like the wakandans are like good <laughs> i was like this this does not seem like a good thing i don't care why like that shouldn't be your your mentality i understand why you're there 100 percent. he killed your king and that's unforgivable but like don't ever put those words in your mouth right, right. like what happened? Wait, what was the line? Sorry. The Dora Milaje have jurisdiction wherever the Dora Milaje find themselves to be. Basically giving them all power. Right. Like, well, I think they're just saying we're not going to be governed by, you know, anyone. Yeah. Like, which we're not going to let... Which, which they could say. They, they could be like, you're not going to stop us from getting revenge for our king. They could say that. That'd be a hundred percent. way to put it. But that's not what they said. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She's I mean, they do have a lot of leverage. They have some of the best tech in the world. And, and isn't that more horrifying? <laughs> yeah. But they all, all, it seems like all they want to do is kind of, that's why they hit for so long, right? Right. Because they were like, we don't even want to associate <laughs> with. Uh, yeah. But we still don't even know who has ruled them in the past five years. Right. So, like, that, I mean, gone. 
I mean, five years can definitely change a government's like. Right. We know Koye was was probably a big part of it. Whether she was the number one, I don't know. Um, but both T'Challa and Shuri were gone. My headcanon is still Njobu. What so, if? What if? What if? Njobu? Because he killed the king, takes he's over, king yeah. now. You mean Umbaku? Umbaku. Umbaku. I was like, Njobu's his uncle. Yeah, that's the uncle. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry. No, Zemo is king now because he killed the king. Right. That's the thing that I'm really hoping that Zemo does get taken to Wakanda at the end of this and the next time we see him is in Black Panther 2. And because T'Chaka was such like, he he even says it that... um, when in his conversation with T'Challa at the end of Civil War, T'Challa goes, "My father was just a victim of this, um, a victim of your vengeance." Um, and so I, and, and Zemo always talked about how like it, it's not personal, well, personal. It's just the idea of super beings. Uh, he like, I really want him to be in Wakanda and to like have those moments where like. Maybe Wakanda is fighting uh, Atlantis. I don't know if that's the story they go with for Black Panther 2. I, I would think so because we've been setting it up for a while. But uh, <laughs> so it's Iron Man 2. Yeah. Uh, but like, it'd be cool to see like whoever's in charge like consult Zemo. And Zemo is just like, I can help you strategize against this. I was one of the top soldier in Sokovia or whatever. Like He's like, I know how to fight wars. Um, I, I'd love to see them consult him and him to really show that like he wasn't targeting T'Chaka. True. It was not that. And, and Zemo gives me, to me, this portrayal of Zemo is one of the, I, and I'm going to say something kind of weird. He is one of the, one of the more appealing versions, I think, of Lex Luthor. He's the Lex Luthor of the Marvel Universe. Lex Luthor is the antagonist of Superman, and Superman's our hero, so we don't like him. But if you look at Lex Luthor, the things he co- at his core that he wants is he's protecting humanity from, from extraterrestrial threats and whatnot. Now, sometimes the way he goes about it is a little bit in to justify the means, which isn't great. But Zemo's very much in that same realm that he's fighting these super beings because they could just squadron supreme over the earth and just completely take over. Now, are we talking like comic book Lex Luthor or like, I mean, obviously Lex Luthor Luthor is a character that's been around for 80 years. So So there's, there's a lot of different versions of him. Definitely not Jesse Eisenberg's version uh, is my point. That's like, it's not manic. It's not crazy. It is just pro humanity. Something else about, uh, Z- I almost called him Lex. Something <coughs> else about Zemo okay. in this episode. Um, when he he sings "Baba Black Sheep," which is Baba very terrible. Black Sheep. Uh, you and me, whoa. <laughs> he shows that he is really like personal because uh, both Sam and Bucky failed to get any information out of these people, and he just goes. And he is giving candy. candy to children. <laughs> Turkish delight. Um, but he says something to the little girl. He says, uh, see those two men behind me. Don't trust them. They're, they're bad. bad. They're bad men or whatever. What is he gaining out of that? Is that just, is that setting up a plan for him to be able to get away? I like, I don't understand that. That seemed very interesting. I I think maybe maybe the kid already knew that like, Hey, we're not talking to those people. Like I know who those people are. And he's like gaining ground. I'm not with them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. it could be that, or maybe since Zemo kind of walks off in this episode and we don't know where he went, maybe they'll go to that girl to see if she knows where Zemo went, and but she won't tell them uh, because they're the bad interesting. men. Interesting. interesting. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't totally know. Mm. Um, I think I think Taylor's got a good idea at least for now. Um, I uh, something else that bothered me about the GRC. So we 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 get a little like news broadcast. Where yeah. we get, we're told uh, after the latest bombing, the GRC uh, is drafting legislation known as the Patch Act, which would seek to return world borders back to normal and fast track the return to normalcy. What kind of organization is the GRC that they can pass legislation? Especially because there's another line that I raised an eyebrow at, very related to this, that Carly says in, during the first heart to heart with Sam. Uh, 
corporations and beasts who run them are the supremacists. I was like, to me, the GRC seems very much like a, a governmental organization. They absolutely seem governmental. And, and so what corporations is she talking about? And if they are a corporation, why are they drafting legislation? And if they right. like, there, there's so many layers that I'm like, what the heck is the GRC? Is this just like a new United Nations? Like just with, with what's left, let's- Is the GRC the new I United mean, Nations? I mean, the idea is yeah. that like, okay, let's go from Carly's position. So the world snaps, right? Half of the people exist. These major <laughs> countries need help. They need right. more people working like the- Well, they have know, plenty of people. They do. They, they need the resources that they, they need to start growing food. But also that one line. <laughs> well, well no, that ad. they talk about how she immigrated to the country right. because the country needed people to immigrate. So <coughs> oh, they yeah, were yeah, given before, homes, before, they were yeah. given jobs and everything. But as soon as the blip happened, everyone that was brought in is immediately kicked out with just right. as because they were like they're considered but, disposable. And that's what she's fighting against. And part weird. of me is saying like, Maybe that's why she, because it's the corporation's decisions to do that. The no, corporations the are saying it's you were here on the GRC is the government. It's the governments. What corporations are you talking about? Coke is kicking people out of. Yeah, out of that's the what she says. She says no. the, the yeah, the, like the government, the United States didn't go. Hey, corporations, you have to fire these people. Like, I don't think that's what they talk about. Well, I mean, like, it started sense. because corporations got rid but of them, and then they are fire, almost... firing people from their jobs isn't kicking them out of the country or kicking out. That's of the two no, different aspects. Yes, but basic. So, how I imagine the timeline is that once the blip happened, corporations were like, "Oh, these people that we brought on aren't needed anymore, so we're just going to get rid of them." But now you have massive amounts of homeless people. Okay, so so they. No so they fire him, but that doesn't deport them. Yeah, but the government's like, what do we do with all these homeless people? Well, we're going to send them back to where they came from. And so <laughs> it's, it's like a, a it's like idea. a dual effect. It's like corporations are like, you know, yeah, saw them I, as I, I didn't and then the yeah, government saw them as I, I hear what you're saying. I, hear I think what saying. happened. Um, I think what happened when the blip happened, when the original blip happened, and everyone, half the world disappeared. Because uh, we get told in this line uh, to seek to return the world borders back to normal, which means that that's telling us that at least certain some borders changed. Either countries just collapsed and and got coalesced into yeah. countries, um, which is weird now because once that happens, so let's say that like half the population of the world disappears, and so now governments that can't stay standing, they like people get ushered into like they form new groups, they like come together, and a new nation is formed because you can't have. Mm. That hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people together without some form of of control. So there is a government that is founded to take care of this, or they just all become in, like they all go into one country. But now that you have all those people there, why, when everything goes back to normal, are you just going to like, oh, we got to go hike the hundreds of miles back to? Yeah, because I, I find it very I weird think borders to would believe stay around where they are now. So so yeah, so if we talk about like the snap and the blip, or they just change twice, right? But like. Mm -hmm. rather than go back to position a yeah, it doesn't um, make any sense. but like so the snap happens and borders are shifted or meaningless whatever they are and a bunch of people move around it's like they, there's so many new people in power that weren't in power before the snap it's weird that when people come back they're so willing to give up their power Right, like new world, new new world leaders are going to be like, oh well, we guess my predecessor's back. You gotta, yeah. you gotta take it. He still I needs mean, to finish his term. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when has anyone ever thought that? Uh, uh, so, like, it's just such a foreign concept for me to imagine. And like, yeah, I, I would imagine like, why wouldn't they just be like, okay, if you blipped back into my country and this this land was where you resided, then yeah, you could be here. And we'll check back your old visas. If you have old visas, then yeah, you can go back to whoever owns that land now. Here's uh, a here's a big brain. Here's a big brain. Uh, what's it called? A uh, idea. Idea. <laughs> Thanos knew that all this was going to happen. Yeah, that would inevitably wipe out half the population anyway, and that's why he willingly died at the beginning of Endgame. Because he's like, yep, y'all are starting the cycle. <laughs> I don't agree with that. He didn't <laughs> willingly die. Now well, he got that, his head chopped off. He willingly sat Not there. Not in Endgame. 
Was oh, that in okay. main? At the very oh, but, but he thought it was irreversible. That the Thanos that got his head chopped off thought it was irreversible. But he said he says that's what I'm saying. He saw that this was gonna happen and he's like, it's irreversible. <laughs> Whatever you do here, if you snap them back, it's if worse. you don't snap them back, yeah. it will net half. Do you think, yeah. And so this is a question I actually brought up. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a big chat. question. Yeah, this is I don't even want I didn't even want to get into this, but But we're doing it. Do you think the Avengers were wrong to bring the, the world's population back because so, so we get Hulk that snaps and it brings back the half that was blipped away. Mm-hmm. But because of that, as a direct result, we have all of this. We have the GRC, we have the flag smashers. We have all these people displaced borders, um, a resurgence of people, people starving, the economy recollapsing. Right. Yeah. So with that in mind, like half the population was blipped away, but, but for five years they've been, getting used to it they've been growing it's, they've been it's trying to been, restore right. whatever system they can and so mm-hmm. are the avengers wrong in bringing this, these people back i think the position you have to hold is which side is more net negative as an experience to be to be blipped or to be snapped away and then be blipped back into a world that you don't understand or for people to <laughs> go through a major change that last five years where the world changes completely and then expect them to change it back to normal just because the other half are suddenly back. But it's and I would say, really have that with, with this year. And, and I would, I would be honestly, I would be on the side of Carly, which is so much effort was gone through making the change that it's wrong to just immediately go back, try to make it go back to normal when yeah. the other half of people didn't even get to experience any of it. You should, think, you should expect them to go, okay, you're back now. This is how things are like, right. Sorry. You were gone. Question I asked, but sure we can go down this route. I, I think, I think I agree with you, Tay, that it's like, this is the new normal. Right. Yeah. Um, but you can't just immediately go back to, it's like someone actually, this is a good example. It's like, uh, you've got a group of, like, just a, a simple one. You've got a group of friends that, uh, like five friends or whatever, and one of them disappears for like two years, and then and the four friends they change their group dynamic, and one comes back and immediately wants things to go back to the way they were. It's like no, you've, right? Or you've or there's like it. three new people in the group right. now, right. and and you're like, I don't like this. This isn't how it was before. Yeah, it's like this no, you mean, either deal with it or leave. Like, right, the group dynamic has changed. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a good analogy. Uh, to directly answer your question, Ian, um, again, uh, I told you this answer almost immediately, but I caveated it saying right. that I'm coming up with this answer immediately, that if if I think about it and change my mind, that's possible. I definitely <laughs> need to think about, before you said that, as my answer, I need to think about this a lot more before I come up with a... Because it's, it's a tough question. It's a tough question. But the way I see it, because it's like, in general, it's like if someone dies, let them stay dead. But they died in such an it's not like they were murdered. It's not even that. The cosmic universe rolled a D to flipped a coin for every person in existence. And if it landed on tails, you died. Right. Like that sucks. That that's garbage. It's not like someone killed you. Like it's it's um and, and so, like, from that regard, it's like, okay, so then they bring him back, and they n- knew they were going to be able to bring him back exactly as they were. No physical, no mental repercussions. That There's none of this, like, bloodlust that, like, comic book stuff tends to do when they bring people back from the dead. Right. But... Oh, man, half the world's population with bloodlust. <laughs> that, that's how we get into the, the zombies, the, oh, the Marvel zombies. Uh, but, but so looking at it, though, like, yeah. Uh, if we look at like Sam's sister, right? She's in a really bad situation. Mm-hmm. She she's not getting loans for all, she her, she her business really is falling to... apart. She she's having trouble taking care of her family. She she's in a really bad situation. But I bet you, if you ask her, would you rather have these financial problems or your brother back? <laughs> like, or I guess it's financial problems and your brother back, or no financial problems, but your brother stays dead. I feel like she'd want her brother. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe I'm naive to think that. But... I, I think, I, uh, I don't know. It depends, I guess, case by case based with family. <laughs> right. So, but, uh, but, but, I, but in I general, think... I feel like there's one person that would want that person back. Right. Even if it's not family, like it's whatever. But the but... thing is, the Avengers didn't ask the world. There wasn't, for a, sure. there wasn't, for sure. there wasn't a Google survey. 
that just like, hey, that's a good point. Out. But but they were doing it for the same reasons that I just described, which they is their people back. Well, I mean, they could have just brought their people back that's and true. that they wouldn't cause all these economic collapses. They chose to bring everyone back because they know everyone's feeling the way they feel. Right. They, they know everyone would rather have this financial collapse and this chaos if they could just have their family back, their friends back, their, their children back. Um, and so it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I got to say that, yeah, I, I think they made the right decision. Um, I'd rather be poor, but have parents <laughs> or children, you know? <laughs> um, now it, it's obviously, yeah, there, there's a little bit of a case by case element to it. Cause it's like, the people that have completely changed their dynamic, their situation during those five years. Um, but yeah, I, and Taylor brings it up. I think Carly's argument is the, the bigger argument to have. Right. And it's, it's really just that it's not necessarily in my opinion, were the Avengers right to do it. I think the Avengers were right to do it. It's just weird that the world is responding in the way that they are with they're, they're restoring like, hey, the borders and all that. Let's turn everything back to normal. It's like, that feels no, like you should, you should just embrace the way things are now. If people go to war now and make new borders again, yeah, okay. But it feels like such a wasted amount of like money, time, and effort for the GRC. Now, granted, we don't know all about the GRC yet, but right. if under the assumption, let's just assume that they were an actually beneficial organization, there was no malice, there was no evil intent right. or whatever. If they were just a good organization, trying to rest restore borders back to normal and trying to, to rebuild the original countries feels like such a waste of time, money and effort. It's, it's a direction that they could be focusing on fixing what is like, they're currently like placing people now. I mean, getting social security back, getting all that, that makes sense. Or at least building new <coughs> stuff or new ideas. Right. I don't know, but it, it, it should it, be a construction company. <laughs> right. Right. Um, I don't know, man. It, it just feels like the wrong direction to go. Yeah. It's to. weird. It's weird. Um, but yeah, um, there's a, there's a lot of things um, to, to go further into the lines of dialogue that I think are weird. Uh, most of them are around Carly. Um, her buddy says, uh, basically, if you're scared, then it's the right thing to do. And I was like, I feel like, if you're scared, isn't that also like your gut being like, maybe this isn't the right thing to do. I mean, like if you don't have total conviction in this idea, <laughs> he, he brings it up in the context of his grandfather. Right. Uh, which he was scared to go to war. Sure. So it's the right thing to do, but, but I mean, that he was killing Nazis. She's killing. And, and, and that's, the, that goes into this other quote that she says, they're not innocent. They're roadblocks in my journey and I'll kill them again if I had to, which is really interesting because going to that news broadcast, they say that one of the victims was a father of two and started work there a week ago. A week ago. About a week ago. Sounds pretty innocent to me. That is not the GRC president, you know? <laughs> Regardless yeah, I, of, I, that, that piece in there, that information is literally to like clear up any discussion points like we're having right now. So that we most, can't say like he is the uh, most innocent person that yeah. she could have killed. He yeah, just this is just a job he wants to support his family. He's yeah. trying to like feed them. And Carly's like, well, I'm there. There are roadblocks in my way. Let's. Yeah. yeah. Let's and then she goes, you tricked me into saying that. And and he goes, did I? Um, <laughs> um, and then she stutters to explain because she can't. And then they both kind of just shrug it off and go into the second heart to heart later in the show. And I'm like, no, she said she'd kill innocent people again. Like the one heart to heart I get. And, and the, the thing is like, she does so many things in this episode that I'm like, it's so weird how we're giving her these heart to hearts. Yeah, because like her intentions are good and whatnot. But like, She's doing things that are like classic villain moves. She calls Sam's family and threatens them. Like it's hard dude, to defend. That. It doesn't get more villain than that. <laughs> uh, she called and, and even when talking to his sister, she goes, Oh, I'm only talking to you. Cause I need to know if I need to kill him or not. 
I'm like, what? Right. <laughs> and, and then she says the same, I'd never hurt them. It's like, what? What is going on here? You, you just are actually you're playing both sides of this thing. Like you're playing it, this innocent person that like, you're just trying to do the right thing. But <laughs> Right. I don't know, man. She, she's definitely like chosen her path. She, she tries to stay, she's trying to like maintain the, the moral high ground. She's trying to be like, well, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. Like all these people, all, all the world's population that were like uh, thrown out when, when everyone came back, but she's no longer, fighting for a good cause she's and she's and she says the last thing if i were to kill you it'd be meaningless is that the only thing stopping you right there should be like (laughs) um yeah so it's just like i don't know man like yeah i mean i can i can definitely take her perspective though where it's like 100 percent. like it's like sam says you she her people are viewed as disposable right so so she's flipping it back she's like okay if we're disposable then that's how i'm going to treat y'all because obviously y'all aren't willing to pivot or like see us differently and 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 that's kind of my point is that like she she's become the very thing she sought to destroy (laughs) um yeah a Sith. She's become a Sith. I'm waiting <laughs> for Darth Vader to show up, right. make her his new apprentice, you know. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's just like I'm really hoping that now after this episode, Sam is 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 done. <laughs> because it's just like, dude, how many chances are you gonna give her, man? Like, I get it. You're doing the right thing, man. But you can't, eventually you can't have third and fourth chances. And, and it feels very much that the show is trying to tell us that she's still redeemable. But every time I'm like, no, she's not. <laughs> she needs to be stopped. Um, Zemo goes, pop, pop, pop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is this what I think it is? Stop, stop, stop. Oh, we only have seven minutes left, though. Yeah, we got to talk so about the end. Talking about losing the moral high ground. <laughs> they get into the fight. I did not they, think we were going to see this this even, episode. Even just, just before that, because I, I want to touch on this. So... John's had his conversation with Lamar. He's now taken the serum, whether he took it before or whatever. He's he's now got the serum. This is the first fight with the serum. Him and Lamar walk into this building together. Lamar walks Seconds. two steps forwards, and John goes, Lamar? Lamar? He loses it. Dude walked two steps in front of <laughs> Okay, I get what we were talking when about this. I get what you're saying. Serum, you but get ninja like, powers. I, I understand what they were going for, that like, yeah, it's a film. He's not, thing. he's not totally paying attention, and they they just got separated. Yeah, but there's yeah. a way to do it that, like, if if they would have like turned a corner and John would have went to like investigate something real quick and then come back and been like, I thought he was waiting for me. Yeah, but yeah, instead, it's the same stairwell. They were yeah. walking up the stairs. He stops halfway. Yeah. and loses him. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I'm like what? Walker doesn't have object permanence. Like I I accept it because I know what they were going for. Like I didn't really second guess it, but like I definitely agree. Like there was plenty of ways to do this where yeah, like literally go into a a room that's like it it goes off into a room real quick. Yeah, and he goes down the hall and maybe uh, (laughs) Captain America or John sees uh sees some object of interest for some reason right. and then here's like power power and he's like oh crap yeah like, like that, that that would have been like maybe triple the time because it was literally like four seconds in <laughs> it's so quick <laughs> yeah it's like they could have added that in like yeah. it wouldn't have made the show feel any longer or whatever so um yeah but yeah um, but yeah so he loses lamar lamar gets captured and whatnot um and then John dukes it out with one of the guys. Sam shows up. He bends the pipe. Sam now knows, what did you do? He's got the he's got the serum. I'm only rushing through this because we're running out of time here. Um, and, and we do need to talk about this. And then we get into the fight. Everyone's there. We finally got everyone in one room. We have the big showdown, the Flag Smashers versus Captain America versus Battlestar versus Falcon versus Winter Soldier, the White Wolf, if you want to call him that. Um everyone's finally in the same room duking it out and the captain america gets detained by one of the flag smashers carly's coming in with a knife Battlestar goes in for the tackle carly gives that nice one-two punch i think it's just a one punch if i'm being yeah. honest um 
killing Battlestar immediately. And because we're all friends, we stop fighting because we're all shocked that someone died. That does seem weird that like they were <laughs> fighting to kill, and now that someone has died. Yeah, I thought that was like, weird. Uh, it's, it's, I was like, why'd they all human? stop? <laughs> I think I think the thing is, is like at the at the end I, of the I, day, I, they are all good people. This is the first. Yeah, time I don't think they re- all really want to be fighting. And the fact that like one of them, especially the one that like one, literally the only one there that does not have super soldier serum except Sam right. dies. And then, and then it's I like, mean, oh, this is yeah. the first time we've seen them kill directly with their own hands rather than like an explosion or, or something. I so don't know. I first. think I, <laughs> I, I'd be dangerous with going down that line of thought. <laughs> okay. It's the first if time you, we see it. In the if show. you make a car bomb and kill people, you killed people. <laughs> but, but you, you have to agree. Yeah. It does hit someone different. For sure. For sure. Like, like the reason world leaders can you, command she, attacks is because she saw, numbers she saw the effects feeling. of her punch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the weight uh, of, yeah. They, right. And um, she feels that way because she, she runs off. She's like, yeah. uh, uh, and remember, and, she said, I'm going to kill Captain America. That would have been the time to, but she <laughs> ran because right. she was like, you could almost say that like the weight of that almost like for a moment, maybe changed her in yeah, a way. Maybe, of, like, the, maybe oh, this shocks her out of it and maybe she's herself in. I don't know. But rather than fight or fly, it's or rather than fight, she goes into fly after doing yeah. that, which and, is. I think most people would. I feel like it, it takes a lot for someone to kill someone and still be in fight mode. Like I think, like when yeah. you kill someone, the, not that I'm there, there, there should be an effect <laughs> yeah, on Taylor, the body. If Taylor, not, that's the issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a um, it's a heavy weight. Yeah, right. But and then also, uh, although, I mean, I don't know. When, <laughs> when you kill people you believe are bad, but but I guess that's the point. Is that she she may, she maybe doesn't totally she she talks a big game. Yeah. Uh, now, and then John goes into this system that we see earlier in the episode when he's telling Bucky, Sam doesn't have super soldier serum. He's sitting in that room with super soldier. His blood will be on your hands. Battlestar's blood is on his hands. Even with the super soldier serum. Well, no, no, no that was the point is that Bucky has the super soldier serum. Sam doesn't. If Sam dies in the room with Carly, that's on Bucky's hands. Oh, but what I'm what I'm saying is that and he was in that room. Yeah, and but, it's but that, the that's same the point. Situation. That's the comparison. It's it's on his hands. Yeah. Um, that that Battlestar died. That Lamar died, and so yeah. he's he's now he's gonna get revenge, and no one's gonna stop him because that yeah. blood is on his hands. His, his best friend died, and so he goes and he grabs Nico. C- C- yep. Uh, <laughs> and he kills, yeah, he kills that guy. And he kills him in possibly the most brutal scene we've ever seen in the MCU. And everyone's uh, filming it. Smashing and it. people filling it. Now, I, I didn't get to rewatch it because it was like pretty intense and, you know, it ends it's, right after. Yeah. But like, what is kind of the, what is kind of like the feeling that we see in John after he does this? Is it like, I don't care, or is it or like, what have I done? Or whatever. I don't see that at all. I don't see. I, yeah. I don't see that second one at all. It's like almost, I see, like I satisfaction with a job done, and then he like stands up and looks around, and he doesn't go, "Oh, what have I done?" He, he's just like, he just stands up, and I don't, I don't know if he's still processing, or if it's, right. there's just nothing there. It's but, it's weird because I, because he puts the shield back on, and we get that really you know intense <laughs> angle of. Him the standing among dripping uh, the, off the shield, and the shield is now tainted. The shield yeah. was used as That's a weapon. A good way to think about it, it's yeah. it is tainted now. Yeah. Um, can I just say that uh, Nico, the guy who got brutally bludgeoned to death, uh, is the exact same person who was talking about how he idolized Captain America as a kid. Oh and, yeah, and he, holy and he crap! And he Captain died America. to him. Oh my gosh, I didn't even remember that. Granted, but it was yeah. two different Captain Americas, but it's still the role. It's still yeah. Literally to, idolized him and then died to his. To me, I think John is like his successor. Knowing successor. To, to me that John is in a position that he's like, all right, there's eight of them, one down, seven to go. Probably like like that. That's where I feel like he's at. But was he if, super soldier? He is Nico? now. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. Was. Nico was a super soldier. Okay. Um, and, and it's like <laughs> I don't necessarily see anything wrong with him killing Nico, but at the, 
it's how he killed Nico, right? And why he killed Nico. Like, like Nico, yeah. Nico is a terrorist. They're they're responsible for killing three innocent people. Yeah, they they deserve to be captured if possible or killed. Yeah, and, and, but, and the thing blood, is, blood like, you could death. argue, like, but, oh. but bludgeoned to death on the street while the dude's not fighting back, maybe as an opportunity you could have captured him. Yeah, and then, uh, and, and you could also like he's a little say bit blinded by rage. Yeah. You could say there's an argument for, oh, Carly killed those people because we get that scene where Nico's like, wait, what? What are you doing? And she's like, this no, is. That, that wasn't Nico. That, that was a different guy. Um, nope. sure? Yeah, Ethan okay. and I were talking about it. I, I don't Before know what that episode, guy's I name is. Um, I want to say Jake, but I think it's wrong. That sounds right, though. I think well, one, of the, guy, we, one yeah. of the flag smashers is named Jake. It, I think um, we could assume Nico didn't know that the bomb was going to go off and kill those people. But then right. you can say, but it's in like that you, line of thinking, well, he didn't turn Carly in. Right. So it's not, and it's I'm, not I'm not even asking for him to turn her in. He's still fighting alongside her. Yeah, yeah. He, he could just walk away. Yeah. And he chooses not to. And he was at the fight, too. It could have been it could have been his punch to kill Battlestar. Um, yeah. Like, it's two opposing sides. Your best bud died you're going to go after all of the opposing sides. I'm just saying if he wasn't wearing red, white, and blue, if he was instead wearing black and a white skull on it, AKA the Punisher, people mm -hmm. would be cheering. But because it is Captain America, obviously it does m mean a different thing because he's supposed to stand for more. Um, and what this means for the future episodes, who knows? Um, I have a feeling that, the government is because all the people recording it, U.S. government's going to see this, and they're they're going to ask for the shield back. They're like, we can't have this. Right. He's going to say no. He's going to keep it, and then Bucky's going to take it. Could be that. Um, yeah, I, I hope that's kind of the route it goes with. Um, if anything, or that he just actually gives it up and is like, I don't need it anymore. I have the super soldier serum. <laughs> I don't want him to do that. I think that'd be dumb. Um, I think uh, it's. I always I always. After the episode, I was thinking, like, how crazy would it have been and how much would the plot change if during the fight, the shield reflected off something and hit Lamar? Right. If know? he's directly responsible. But that's not what happens. That's not yeah, the situation. Yeah. We wouldn't get the rage scene sure. because it literally is a black and white. Like, this person just killed Lamar. I'm going to yeah. kill. Like, like yeah, it, it's he has no guilt, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's I'm excited it's, for the second or the but, fifth episode. But conti uh, continuing what we were saying at the very beginning, uh, Ian brought up the point that we had touched on that Carly and John are going down these parallel paths. In this episode, they both kill each other's number twos. Yeah. Yeah. And so now they're, they're just each, distracted for each other. And so how they respond to that in this next episode is going to be very interesting. Um, how they respond to the doubt amongst their own people, maybe. Maybe the, the other Flag Smashers are like, you just killed that dude. Um, and maybe the government, the GRC is like, hey, you just killed that dude. <laughs> and Sam's like, um, hey, you just killed that dude. <laughs> and Zemo's like, you just killed that dude. <laughs> <laughs> and Zemo's like, supremacist, supremacist, supremacist. <laughs> um yeah, I, I don't know, uh, but I know Ian's got to get going here. So we are going to wrap up this episode. I think there's a lot of interesting discussions to be had about this episode. It, it's so interesting because they're very much building up Carly and John cage match. Mm -hmm. And like Sam's got to try to be this one to hold them both back. You know, where where's Sam going to fall? He, he's got to be the one to try and stop them both from doing further things while at the same time the power broker is coming for carly um like where does that fall into things will sharon become a united states citizen by the end of this <laughs> these are all the questions we need answered uh i thought ian was gonna say something but i clearly can't read visual cues <laughs> <laughs> i do have one last thing not to steal away your perfect ending um <laughs> We, we know that eight vials of the serum were used by the Flag Smashers, so there were 12 left. Yeah, did um, anyone give a count? Do we have yes. all 12 accounted for? We, there's four still remaining. 
right. Do do you think that's just like they were out of shot? Or... I, I think they were out of shot because I, I feel like that was supposed to be the last of them. Yeah. But when she opened up the pouch, there were only eight of them there. Seven of them were crushed by Zemo and one was taken by... Maybe Walker. she's already grown her army to 12. Maybe. But um, we, we, we saw that Sharon still wanted to... So going back to when she... Uh... Well, not Sharon. The power broker. No, Sharon. <laughs> Okay. Uh, she she actually said that she wants to get this the serum back. Right, right, right. She, 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 she doesn't to... want it in their hands. Which I mean, sure. Sam doesn't want it in their hands either. Sure, but if she's the but, power broker, yeah. But uh, but she does say that she wants to get the serum back from the flag smashers. And... I'll say it's not a condemning statement. But right, it's not. It's not. But unless it was it can just be used as screen, evidence later. <laughs> uh, in air quotes, there should still be four vials left. Although I right. feel like that should have been that should have been when they were all yeah. destroyed. So yeah, I was thinking the same thing when they were looking at the patch. I was like, that doesn't look like twelve. <laughs> it's not. Um, and so maybe they already gave four. Maybe it was just having a pouch with twelve of them would have been too clunky. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it, the prop didn't look good. Uh, I don't know, but um, yeah, real powerful stuff. Where did Zemo go? What what's Captain America going to do next? What's Carly going to do next? Um, what is Sam going to do next? And what is Bucky going to do next alongside Sam? We didn't even touch on the fact that the Wakandans can just... Drop his arm? Can just TDK right. Bucky. <laughs> um, but that'll have to be... Uh, there'll be time for that in the everlasting future. Uh <laughs> We're going to go ahead and conclude we'll find out more here. about Io and uh, Bucky's relationship. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, dude, maybe, maybe they got something going. I don't know. No. <laughs> uh, probably not. Uh, but who knows? We're going to go ahead and conclude here. Taylor Wilson, Ian Rosmondo, what beautiful insight you have brought to the world mm -hmm. at large. And just to me. But... <laughs> Uh, I'm Joshua Troop. We're going to go ahead and conclude here. Don't forget to tune in Wednesday, 5 p.m. Eastern time on twitch.tv slash unanimous indecision, where we will be reviewing. What are we reviewing? We're reviewing Courier, uh, that Benedict Cumberbatch spy film based on a true story. Uh, looks pretty good. My kind of cup of tea, I think, but we'll see. Uh, on Wednesday, and of course, we'll be back Saturday, noon Eastern time, mm -hmm. to talk Falcon and the Winter Soldier, episode five. So tune in for that. Join the discussion, your thoughts and theories about what's going on, what's going to happen in that epic finale. And I'm Joshua Troop. This is Unanimous Indecision. We'll catch you next time.